So what I've done is I've put together fabrics from my collection that you're going to be able to make your pieces out of. We've brought out the good stuff. Thank you, my Zach. Guess. You have an opportunity to pick fabrics from Zach's selections. It's already a prize in itself. He has amazing taste, but he has access to things that we don't have. There are laces here from France, silk from Italy. They're all very special and unique, so choose wisely. Hey, y'all. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernest. And I'm Samilia. And, oh, and also Norman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Norman. Hey, Norman. Yeah, he's on my shoulder, <laughs> stolen from Isaac, Mizrahi. So, <laughs> talk about that. Let later. us borrow him. Yes. <laughs> and all his glory. He's eating uh, my shoulder bone. <laughs> Isaac is no longer with us because Norman ate him. All right, so... <laughs> So we are, um, if you don't get that joke, we'll, we'll clue you in. But watch the episode, then you can get, you can get a joke, whatever. It's fine. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, so we're in the all-star season. And again, thank you guys so much for making this fashion reality journey with us. Uh, of course, you can find and subscribe to this podcast on all of your favorite podcast formats. And please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or if you're not into leaving reviews, tell your friends um, so more fellow Project Runway fans can join in, especially during this all-star season. So follow us as well on Facebook.com at uh, uh, Facebook.com forward slash The Workroom and on Instagram at The Workroom Podcast. And as always, we'll have our cheat sheet with all of the final looks of this week's runway. And you can find that link in the link section of our podcast description page. And of course, we will let you know when it's time to look at those. And you also will be able to check up on our uh, running bracket battle. So yay, we have constant updates <laughs> as we get closer to the finale. Oh my goodness. People, oh. people are going down. So. Shaking in my boots. <laughs> so yeah, so of course, I'm out. <laughs> oh. All my people are out. But Team Samelia is still going strong. And hanging in there. <laughs> Team Nayland is hanging on with a strong contender in Fabio. So take a look there and we will, you know, as we as we get there, we will continue to, you know, you know, uh chop off those branches. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, here we are again, and we are on challenge number nine, guys. And uh, already, we are sort of in. We're in it. This is um, an, uh, and I'll say that this is the second episode where the designers are inspired by another designer. It's the a, a, a sort of kind of a Zach Posen challenge. So um, yeah, we um, we start off the episode. Of course, we. <laughs> We were reminded from last week that um, Stanley was our winner. And when Stanley wins, he goes, yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I won. He gets quieter. Yeah, he's like, oh. <laughs> um, and of course, you know, I, I lost my, my last uh, team member, Marilyn, who was the happiest eliminated person ever. So... <laughs> But um, so we're, we're heading down Fifth Avenue with the designers and they're all enamored with the glitz and glamour of Fifth Avenue. And we find that they're heading towards uh, Zach Posen's showroom or the Atelier de Zach Posen. And um, yeah, 
So, you know, it's interesting that we're finally getting to um, another showroom. And I think this is the first time we've ever been in Zach's showroom. And he's been a judge on Project Runway Prime for, I would say, what, like five years or so? At minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, our previous or the person who Zach replaced, uh, for those of you who are not familiar with Project Runway History, was um, Michael Kors. And when Michael Kors was a judge, we saw his showroom a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would say maybe uh, at least once a season or at least around uh, New York Fashion Week. But this is our first time in, in Zach's workroom. So um, we have Alyssa and Zach Mean, the designers, and they're surrounded by a, a ton of gowns in every shade possible, which is a lot of color. Again, continuing from last week, which is all about color around Isaac Mizrahi's exib- exhibit. And um, yeah, we get a little bit of background about Zach's success. And, and but Alyssa is emphasizing that Zach apparently has a signature technique. And uh, <laughs> his technique is that he loves the female body. And I don't, I don't really know exactly what that means. And I guess that's okay. And then there is an obsession with how, uh, how to cut clothing. So his, his whole thing is anatomical and architectural design together. So this is, this is um, interesting to hear him be a little upfront about what his design philosophy is. And um, Mm -hmm. of course we've been seeing him judge and we kind of know what his, what he, puts his values on he's very into the details he's sort of the I would say maybe the Georgian Chapman is the Zach Posen of Project Runway All-Stars where if things aren't straight if things don't line up they're the people to kind of hone in on those things yeah and to so, be able to see it from 50 feet away exactly <laughs> yeah um and so we talked about this off podcast Amelia but so if you guys don't know there is a documentary about Zach Posen and his history and his or his career of design on Netflix right now called The House it's of Z. Amazing. Yeah. So so what'd you what'd you think? Oh man. I was literally on the edge of my seat. It was so <laughs> it was so good, so emotional and so truthful. Mm-hmm. Man. Like I, I kinda wanna watch it again, but I got I was like taking notes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it was really yeah, and it it really goes into detail about his process and you, you know more about his love for the uh, the female body and mm-hmm. that he gets inspiration from it because of the lines that he sees once he's like draping the fabric over the body. Yeah, um, it's just really cool because Ken mentions that he uh, one of his talking head quotes is like, "Oh, what Zach does is a dying breed in fashion." And I don't think you really see that from this episode, but you definitely see that in the documentary. So right. there's, and so of uh, again, and I forgot to mention this last week that Isaac, Isaac's exhibit, and then also what they give away about um, this being the first time cameras have been let into Zach's workroom um, dates this season. So we've been speculating and and Nalen, when he was on, speculated that maybe they were filming this at the same time as Project Runway season 16. But this was actually filmed in the summer of 2016. 
or before yeah actually right because we get to um because the cameras have been in there of course like house of z is online <laughs> and so we you know it's this proof that cameras have been in zach's workroom before but we highly recommend that you guys watch it because it's you spend a lot more time of course it's all about zach but it's it starts off you know when he started his business in high school with his parents and then um working all the way up to where he is today obviously on fifth avenue making um extremely intricately built gowns um yeah. which are just it's just it's very very interesting there's some very wonderful shots of zach sort of uh draping and sculpting by himself um, right yeah so speaking of sculpting and draping <laughs> So uh-huh. um, the challenge, the official challenge, let's give a challenge for the designers, is that um, create. they want the designers to create a red carpet look that showcases their own signature techniques. And Zach gives some examples. He's like, it might be tailoring, ruffles, pleating, whatever technique you do best so that whenever people see uh, your designs, they know that it's you. Um, but they'll also be judged on the quality of the techniques, um, because I think the, the judges wanted it to be very, very clear that this is what you're doing. Um, another interesting tidbit right. this week is that Anne Fullenweider is not here. What? So they had to mentor each other. Oh, great. <laughs> Uh, at this one, I was just like, seriously, Project Runway, All Stars. <laughs> no one else from Marie Claire went to some... I'm... exactly. Yeah, I mean, who oh, who could my. they have put in there? Anyone? I mean, Alyssa Milano could have gone in there. <laughs> like this, I don't know. I just feel like it's a little bit of a racket. Like that, <laughs> I wouldn't be okay if I were one of one of the designers. Same, because I was thinking like they could have thrown Zach in there. Although I, we know that he's going to be on. Hopefully, he he, you know, he's going to be in the judging panel. And you know, spoiler alert, he is. Thank God. But I uh, know I feel like they could have thrown him it. in there. That would have been interesting. Um, who else? They could have pulled someone else from Marie Claire. Or you're right, you're right. Instead of having them judge one another, um, yeah. So anyway, of Literally course, anyone, anyone, <laughs> anyone. Um, and we'll get into why this was a terrible idea. So anyway, so yeah, um, they go in, they get to go into Zach's workroom. Um, and oh, I forgot about the prize. The prize is, yeah. What is the prize this week? So the prize is that they will get to be the wardrobe designer of a leading character in a lifetime movie. Yep. And yeah, that's, I mean, it's pretty, Zach is like, I kind of want that prize for myself. Yeah. And he was like, so I arranged exciting. this guy. It's like, I did this for you because I really want it. <laughs> like, All right, Zach, calm down. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, so they get to go into the workroom of Zach, uh, to Zach Posen. And, uh, you know, of course, he lays out the quote unquote good stuff. Because they get to choose fabrics from his showroom. Um, Wait a minute. So you mean there's no budget? There's no budget, guys. What? It's crazy. But you know what? They get one day. That's the thing that sucks about this is that they get only one day. Oh, man. Didn't they get two days with with Isaac's challenge? Or no? I don't remember. I think they got two days. 
I don't remember either. Hmm. I feel like that was a one day. Maybe. Okay. Perhaps it was a one day. Um, it was it was a one day challenge. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, here they, you know, Zach has his fabrics that he's pulled from Italy and France. And he points out where a lot of these things are, are from. Um, not mood. Although... I think Ken mentions looks like mini mood. Yeah, that's how <laughs> that's how many bolts are in there. Um, and so this uh, uh, just like mood, this is a very important part of the challenge where I think a lot of designs were made and broken um, in terms of who chose what. Stanley gets to go first because he won last week. So that's his advantage. Um, and he chose kind of quickly to me. In my opinion, I was a little yeah. worried. <laughs> yeah, it was quick for Stanley, especially. I feel like he kind of takes a little more time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know about this. But um, it also seems kind of quick because a lot of the designers, to me, seemed a little starstruck by the fabrics and by Zach. Mm-hmm. In a way that was just like, oh, where am I? Who am I? I, I totally <sighs> would have been. <laughs> <laughs> and also kind of like Sorry, overwhelmed by the face. fabrics too so yeah because yeah, I mean Fabio's face had had you know just sort of fanboy written all over it which <laughs> 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 so yeah but I mean I would have I would have wanted them to take a little bit more time or to calm down a little bit but I feel like a, uh, there was a little <laughs> bit of because it's not mood and they're all hanging around each other that um I don't know. What what did you think about this whole scenario here? While they're choosing fabric or while they're sketching? But while they're choosing fabric. And I, maybe we can go in this, into sketch time too. Um I don't I I would have I don't know how much time they had exactly to choose fabric, but I would have and, and someone did mention that it was interesting they were choosing fabric before they started sketching. Mm. Um so, but I think with them, with it being your signature technique, they should already know what what fabrics are going to work best for that. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's so I think it was fine. They're all stars. They should be able to handle this. <laughs> I <laughs> they agree. Got this. No excuse, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. I, for- yeah, I forgot about that. Sketch time and fabric choosing was flipped. I'm not. Yeah. And I and I have a you know I kind of know why in terms of of uh, shooting and Zach wasn't going to be around for the intro and then wait for you guys to sketch and then come back and be like, here are my fabrics. Choose whatever you want. This is a million dollar lace from, you know, oh, uh, from Egypt. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> cause some of the <laughs> probably Ooh. was cut by hand <laughs> from Egypt. It's like, I have these, these, oh, these like this whole village somewhere on the top of a mountain and it's, they lay, they lace these things just for me, and so um, be, so they get to they so they sketch afterwards, and which is also where we get to figure out or hear from the designers what signature technique they are going to showcase. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, we have Helen, uh, who is doing corsetry, and um, Edmund with ruffles, Anthony with sculpting, Joshua with pen tucking. We hear a little bit about, more about the other ones once we're in the workroom. But mm-hmm. what were your thoughts on this? Because we, we get to see their sketches first before the rest of the 
the designers. Right. Any, um, any thoughts? I, I've, you mean, as far as what their technique yeah. was or the materials? There's both, um, both, all of it. Yeah. I, I felt like Stanley's looked, it looked really polished to me. Um, mm. His sketch was pretty. He had this um, sort of like form-fitting gown up top that flowed. I mean, it had a, a pretty flow to it. Uh, and he's got a red material. And I believe he grabbed some black, something mm-hmm. black. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, I mean, I, I feel pretty good about what he's got going on so far. Helen, I mean, you know, not, not any big surprise that she chose corsetry because she says it every challenge. Right. That that's what she's good at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she's got like this strapless red. Yeah, there's a lot of red, I noticed. Yeah. But she wants to focus also on color blocking. So corsetry and color blocking. And she's got like two hues of red. Mm-hmm. And of course, like Helen, they're like deep red colors, right? Yeah. So I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm just wondering: is her, is her look going to be any different than what she's done in mm-hmm. the past? Um, with Edmund, I was just like, eh. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just wear- first of all, he said ruffles. <laughs> yeah. I've, and I and it's like Edmund, and I, you know, and I, I was kind of like, we have, we've seen some ruffles from him and seen like one ruffle yeah just one oh. honestly just one ruffle and and i think yeah. we've seen some unsuccessful ruffles but it made me think of how on his season we he i think he did a lot of ruffles for his um fashion week runway show and it wasn't necessarily okay. successful and and nothing that i would pull out as seeing him as being like oh that's my signature Cause I'm, but I'm glad that he didn't say sexy. <laughs> oh man! But I feel like it's moments away, like it's on the cusp. <laughs> He's like, you can't say sexy. He's like, ruffles. <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> That's what it seems like. Cause when he said it, I was like, uh, what? Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of really curious about how this is gonna turn out. Yeah, exactly. He's got a, like a he sketches a rose blossom very largely. Very, very large. So, so, so there's that. Mm-hmm. And then Anthony says sculpting. I'm like, all right. I forget what his sketch looked like. It looked like it had those. Um, it's so interesting because I realized this when I was putting the cheat sheet together that I I can't really tell sometimes Anthony and Kins designs apart right but i remember his sketch looked like a little bit like the dress that ken made with fabio during the the teen challenge but a little different so it had those large circular cone shaped details on the side Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um but i also remember thinking that okay this this seems consistent with what you do but also you know Right. And then we, we find out later that Ken's also doing sculpting, which, uh, you know. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. These are the same. And then. Yeah. Um, but but what about Joshua, who was your teammate? I know. Yes. Yeah. So Joshua is on my bracket. And so he's doing pin tucking. And I'm first of all, it's it feels like the most different um, as far as techniques than, than the other designers, just because I don't even know that I've seen any pin tucking from him this, this season. 
Right. Yeah. Like at all. And and if this is your signature, why haven't we seen you do any of it? I think so. No, go ahead. Yeah, go what ahead. were you gonna say? No, no, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just kind of I don't know. He's such a wild card and it's feeling pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, because That's especially all. he was like, Oh, I'm gonna wow the judges with a technique that let's really be clear about this. No one else knows how to do this technique or no one's ever heard of this technique. And I was like, I don't, I don't. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know, cause everyone else is like, Oh, you know, I'm known for this. And even if you don't, we don't see it. It's like, I'm known for that. I'm known for blah, blah. But yeah, I agree. I was like, 10 seconds. Huh? I don't, and I'll, I've never seen. Yeah. I've never even thought of you doing anything, especially even mm. on your seasons. I can't recall you doing anything. And I think Joshua in the same way as Edmund where Joshua can't say semi vulgar or that, that that not not like <laughs> sounds so mean. Right. But like not he, he can't do like sexy or uh sheer or kinda like that fine line that that Isaac sort of alluded to last week. But um mm-hmm. or even this idea of I'm trying to think of what he did, but, you know, kind of like very little clothes or just kind of showing the body <laughs> in very strategic ways. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I thought it was really interesting that he pulled up pin tucking. I'm like, all right, that's interesting. That's something that Zach did not say when he was giving them examples. And I think a lot of other people kind of chose things that Zach said. Like, he's because Zach said sculpting, Zach said ruffles. <laughs> Yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh, those." And he's like, "Zach didn't say pin tucking, so I'm gonna do pin tucking." So, oh yeah. man, I don't know. Oh, Joshua. All right, so so let's go into the workroom, um, where we get to see more of the signature techniques the other designers have chosen, and um, mm-hmm. we, as we mm-hmm. said before, Ken is also doing sculpting, and Fabio is doing pleating, which. Zach also said, but you know, I think for for Fabio pleading it makes sense to me. And then Stanley is doing tailoring as well. Um, right. Yeah. So so let's get into um, this whole time before I, what I will call this week no no and time designers critique each other time. I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> so. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's let's see here. So we have um, we have again. We have uh, have Edmund who's playing around um, with his fabric. They're having a consultation. He doesn't seem like he really knows. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He has no idea. This is he really knows what he wants to do. Yeah, absolutely none. I mean, this is where I was wondering yeah. about their fabric choices. Where I was like, why did you do this? Because he's. His fabric is yeah. telling him, Edmund, this is what I want to do. And then Edmund is going, okay. <laughs> you want to drape? Sure, <laughs> let's, let's drape. And I was kind of like, didn't you sketch? And, and, and also in terms of your signature look, didn't you have this? I, I don't know. Like what, 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 he didn't have an, it seems like he didn't have an idea of what the fabric would do when it was on the bolt. Mm-hmm. And um and, mm. and it's kind of like I, I this is when I started questioning like how did they choose their fabrics and how, you know what was it like were they intimidated were they nervous and just didn't have a, 
didn't do like a little flappy thing just to see the weight and and what the the fabric would do the stretch or anything like that it just seems like he's just right. winging it but he's definitely going to do his but you have to figure out how to do ruffles so that's fine that's fine yeah um but anything yeah. else in this time that's that stood out to you because i feel like we spent a lot of time before they actually get to critique each other Uh, really, that was the main thing. You start to see, um, I think this is where you start to see Ken being a little flustered as well. Oh, I yeah. believe it was before the, yeah, it was before the critiques. Yeah, um, yeah. And he just feels like he's working hard and not smart. Um, his sketch, he had like those billowy, like little whatever structured gathers at the bottom mm -hmm. of the skirt. Like it's all form fitting and then it goes down at the bottom. He, that's That was his original sketch. Yeah. And it, it kind but, of, again, looked like he, what he did with Fabio, but on the right. bottom. So instead of those gathers being on at the top, those huge gathers, they're sort of at the bottom of the flounce in a way. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and yeah, yeah, he's, he's having a quiet rage moment. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. so because i don't know because you know we all remember ken had that blow up on his season and um uh, you know since he's since that it, you can sort of tell that he's probably been through some anger management um courses and he's really i think putting it into practice right now because when it but it he's still to me for some reason like scares the shit out of me because he's like I'm upset and furious with myself. And I'm like, Oh my God, what, what, whoa, Ken. And he's like, he's whispering. He's like, I'm so enraged. I can't stand it. I'm really upset. And I can't believe I just did what I did. I'm like, Oh my God, are you okay? Ken, what's going on? So he's kind of like, yeah. so kind of disconcerting for me. But, um, but also he's, again, he's put himself in a rut. So we, this is the second week where Ken is having some issues. And, um, and it seems like he's doing the opposite of Edmund where he, he didn't ask his fabric what it wanted to do and he's fusing it. What he chose was this really stretchy fabric, but he wants to do those structural things. He's sculpting. So he wants to do this very structural thing. Um, and yeah, it looks like he's putting in a lot of um, uh, time. Yeah. Trying to make it. Um, gosh, what do, what, do, what do you call it? He's putting fusibles on the back of it. essentially. Right. Yeah. He's trying to make it, more stiffer material but it's not stiff which is interesting so, yeah he's because to me it looked like a stiff fabric but it, i want to feel that fabric because it looks like a brocade but it's not mm -hmm. we finally that's a stretchy jacquard but what it it's it looks it must be really light considering what he's doing i to guess it. so mm -hmm. so yeah but, um, and I, I think this is where you also see more of Joshua's pin tucking, like he's yeah. working the muslin. And I mean, I'm I'm kind of like, dude, you're pin tucking the entire bodice. Like, I understand that's your technique, but what about just doing it in very strategic spots? You know, because that oh. is it is very time consuming, as Helen points out. You know what? She's like, dude, we all know what pin tucking is. It's why people buy it. Wait, all buy their fabric already pin tucked. Wait, people know what pin tucking is? 
Yeah, people know what it is. I mean, like if you're in that, I think if you're in that world, you definitely know. Like that's one of the things that you should learn. And I'm assuming that you learn. Yeah, yeah. But apparently, paying attention. Yeah, but apparently, according to Joshua, no one else knows what pin tucking is, especially (laughs) designers in that room. So it's kind of like. But I thought that was really interesting what she said. She's like, "That's why you buy fabric that's already pin tucked." Right. Um. But I didn't even think about that how you don't have to do it for the whole entire thing Um, right yeah yeah because down the road you see that he's running into timing issues because he's spending so much time pin tucking the entire top right look it's also interesting how some of the designers are approaching this challenge because on top of the technique of course they are also making red carpet gowns or red carpet um, garments looks yeah and so you know we so joshua is starting in the muslin and so it's fabio says so fabio is pleading and um sort of rushing through his muslin technique um and he points out that there are quite a few designers in the room who are very used to making gowns we all know helen that's all she does <laughs> She makes, yeah, she makes gowns. We know that Anthony can make a, a gown with his eyes closed. So can Ken. And um, Fabio yeah. admits that that's not necessarily something he's doing. And um, I think it's interesting that Joshua is also is is also working in muslin. Anthony is not. I don't think Ken is either. Um, Edmund isn't, who's also used to making gowns as well. But um Anthony is cutting out that step and tells us that he's he's like, no, we don't have enough time. It's a it's a day challenge. Mm. And therefore, I'm going to go straight mm-hmm. to fashion fabric. And mm-hmm. I just think it's interesting that Joshua, who, you know, we learned from Helen because we don't know. Of course, no one else knows that pin <laughs> takes knows. a long time to do. And mm-hmm. were you a little worried that he was starting off in the muslin and not working with his fashion fabric? that's not what worried me what worried me was that <laughs> the entire thing was pin tucked like mm-hmm. dude you were you're stabbing yourself in the foot <laughs> yeah 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 all right okay well here here is the the fun moment where we oh, oh my goodness we move on to yes. to there's no end today lord so, help us all here we this are. This was so excruciating <clears throat> to watch. This was the most what? instructive for me in terms of oh my god of the designers <laughs> and their um their their sense of of design ethics, their sense of community, <laughs> their sense of obligation to one another, their level of respect for for one another as well. I thought it was, it was, I also agree, it was very excruciating, but um, very, very informative as to how these designers sort of see themselves. And, and, and also right. it's, I, I kind of wonder who, who, who do you have back at home? So we can, who, who looks <laughs> at your work? Do you look at anyone yeah. else's work? Do you have mm. friends? Do you have designer friends? Do you have a community of designers that you're, you feel obligated to? Anyway. So let's Interesting. Let, let's let's go into this um, a little bit. So this is the this yes. is the deal this week, guys. And Full and Wider is not with us this week. I don't know why. Maybe she's tired and 
I don't know, she's sick and tired <laughs> of these designers or it could be for very benign reasons, but um, she is con- she is conspicuously absent. And so mm-hmm. um, Stan- so I think it's Joshua comes out with the the dreaded velvet bag. Right. With all of the designers yeah. names. In yeah. It. Mm-hmm. Um, he pulls the name of the person who goes first and then the. Uh, the oh, game- no, Anthony. Oh, right? it's Anthony pulls it. OK. Was it Anthony? Because he won. No, last Stanley. Week? Stanley won last week. Or, I mean, that's what I mean. Yeah, Stanley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my brain. My so brain. Stanley. Ooh, my brain. Oh, no, this is what happened. So, Stanley pulls first to see you know, right. who he critiques, and he pulls Anthony. And that's what it was. How it goes down the line is that then Anthony will pull, and then he will go and critique that person, and that person will pull a name, and then they'll, you know, so on and on and on down the line. It's like, whatever. Right. So, right. so Stanley pulls Anthony. Mm-hmm. So and Anthony million. squeals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought that was just the cutest thing. I love, I love a little Anthony uh, squeal. It's oh my goodness. so wonderful. And he's, he does, he, what do you call it? Like he moderates his volume so well. Cause mm-hmm. it, I feel like it takes a lot of practice to be able to scream like that and not have it be like, Oh my God, what's wrong with Anthony or Anthony shut up. It is a nice volume. <laughs> it's a nice frequency where it's still adorable and cute. Right, and it doesn't you know hurt your ears or bother you emotionally. That's hilarious, but uh, yeah, but Anthony's so happy that Stanley pulled his name. <laughs> uh huh, and he shares that he actually adores Stanley, which I I never got from either of the previous challenges. So it was interesting <laughs> to see that because Anthony's been trying to play with Stanley for for a minute. I feel really. <laughs> yeah, I haven't noticed. Oh man, I'm so oblivious. And Stanley's so like he's like. Uh, you know he's just very stiff and then i think uh-huh. anthony has been like poking at him for a little bit anyway but yeah so oh so what do you think about this interaction or this it was session? so funny because <laughs> when when it clips to that you see stanley you know hop into the frame just like ann full water usually does <laughs> i was like this is great <laughs> but this seems like an honest interaction here where I mean until you start to get like the little little stabs about um so Stanley mentions how well something about last challenge and whatever Anthony was doing last challenge this is similar and how he was on the bottom last Mm -hmm. challenge and Anthony brings up oh well remember when you were on the bottom Stanley (laughs) and how you rose to the top but it was it got it got pretty comical but other than that, you do feel like, you know, what, what he's the feedback that he's trying to give is sincere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was That's res- what I got. I, I I got that, too. And then I got that Anthony was being respectful in his shade. Like he was just shamefully right. respectful. <laughs> that's just Anthony. That's how he is. That's that's why he's on my bracket. So, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> What a powerhouse. <laughs> oh no. Um, oh goodness. Okay. And then and then next, Anthony pulls Joshua. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who he predicts is making a naked streetwalker dress. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Man, um you know, this was this was I think our first uh dose of of uh unnecessariness in all of this yeah so yeah. i mean right off the back 
no one can really give Josh any feedback. We, we, I think we've all we, we've all um, witnessed this and how tough it is for him to take anything. And um, I think Anthony made a very genuine attempt, however, um, where he's just like, yeah, so, um, you know, what about these colors? He looks at his fabric and they're two different colors. Now he asks, are you going to do both colors together? And Josh was like, I'm not really sure. And I think Anthony says something very valid. It was like, yeah, well, you know, with your pin tucking technique, if you're also putting in these colors, you'd also incorporate color blocking as well. And I don't think right. there was any value on saying that, but no. the way it's cut, Josh was like, uh, that was weird. So are you trying to say something? But I don't really know if he's joking or if he's being for real. So I really got nothing from this fee- this bit of feedback. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. And we have to take into account there's a good bit of editing. Right. <laughs> so. Exactly. But it did seem like maybe Anthony was being a little jokey. Well, like he normally is. Yeah, but I don't think he. And and, and that's another thing about Anthony. Let's, you know, not forget that he's extremely shady. So when he puts in the whole, (laughs) like, you also could be incorporating color blocking as well. Like, you know, you're not really sure if that's helpful or if he's. Right. Um being a little uh what do you call it like just kind of kind of being a little pushy in some weird way and I think it would have been nice to have seen some back and forth I hope Joshua asked him to clarify a little bit because I would have yeah. you know that's, that's, that's a, you could take it either way it's easy to sort of take it either way so but did Anthony I mean it, it didn't show Anthony talking to him about Joshua's actual technique no about the pin tucking no so no. that I mean if that's the case, then I wouldn't have gotten anything from that critique either. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is as as you will see, listeners. Yeah. This is, yeah. <laughs> I think. Gosh, this is so unhelpful this week. <laughs> oh my goodness! I um, was like, my eyes were just rolling. <laughs> because next, <laughs> Joshua pulls Ken, and I'm like, uh oh. This is like and Ken rolls his eyes. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I totally missed that. Because I think I probably looked away because I feel like the worst person for Joshua to pull is Ken. Oh, man. Oh, wow. As soon as as Joshua said Ken, Ken swings his dress form around like, now you see it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Jeez, all of these personalities are just like exploding before they have a reason to. They're just already there. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So what what about this? I don't even remember. Uh, Ken was just to himself. I think he was like, I'm going to do what I want to do no matter what you say. Yeah. I don't yeah, even remember true. what Joshua or yeah, what, I mean, what he said to Ken. I think Ken here was, you know, he's doing those loops that he, he did. And I think Joshua referred to that. He's like, oh, are you are you doing the same type of cone shapes that we saw you do before. And this is the thing. I just have to put in an editing note because they really badly edited Josh's voice to refer to Zach. I don't know if you noticed that it was like a weird, it was a weird, not, it wasn't even ADR, but it was like a weird voice thing where I think they tried to, to 
um, inject Zach, a reference to Zach in this whole critique session um, on somehow and and I'll, but in a way it also made this interaction seem a little bit more tense because i do think that joshua instead of saying like oh were you trying to do those things that jack that we saw zach do before like no no, no. even though this is a, a technique that zach does as well we've seen I, we, I think we saw it on a mannequin in um his mm-hmm. workroom but he was talking about i think what we were what we discussed before the fabio ken challenge where they won and um because oh. i rewatched it and i was like i f- it just feels like it was sort of like a a weird edit but um yeah but also kind of forces this whole tension thing where ken takes it negatively but it, i i think ken is sort of like joshua where he'll take anything negatively mm-hmm. you know and then we move on to you know ken pulls fabio which i thought was really great but then that ended negatively too it's like what are you doing you guys are friends trust what about this trust anyone you can't oh i feel i feel so bad for fabio but i I, know so ken pulls fabio and you want to talk about this interaction yeah you see fabio explaining that you know how he's doing pleading and um because you just see ken asking all right what about the top how are you going to handle that and Mm -hmm. fabio explains and ken is like okay i love that and then you see ken in the in the back room whatever the confessional room and he's like i lied i didn't love it i hate it it was just like dude yeah it was like this is your friend i know (laughs) and i'm like what's happening to the sister wives i mean my goodness I want, because yeah. I want House of Ken, Fabio, and Anthony, and you guys can't do this to each other because you're going to watch this again, and then are you going to be friends? Exactly. And I can't have the design house that I want. You know, and 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 it's from this point where I was like, oh man, this is just such a waste, I, and I. Yeah. I don't know if they were doing this, and they thought that they would get drama, and they were looking for. Um, you know them to be catty and mean to one another, but it's also what a how detrimental to their own process was this, and so that's mm-hmm. and so I thought about that with next. So Fabio pulls Edmund, mm-hmm. and I think that out of all the critique sessions, this is the only real one where someone gave constructive feedback. In a genuine and mm-hmm. pure sense of, hey, you are my fellow designer, and um, I'm going to bring in um, some of my expertise or my, um, I have something to contribute to you, and I see that you have something to contribute to fashion in general, and I respect you, and I, I you know, and, and I respect that in return. Because, so here, I feel like Fabio s- suggested something that really saved or would have saved Edmund's design in a way. Mm-hmm. So so we have Edmund here, and um, he's doing his like, what do you call it? Like his ruffle. <laughs> That's what you call it. <laughs> he's doing his ruffle yeah. thing, and um, you know, and he's he's finished them on the machine, and he has this machine hemmed around the the edges, and you could actually see the wrong side of the fabric, which is really strange. And I you know I thought it was weird that this is something that Edmund didn't see on his own as something that you don't necessarily want to show on the outside or maybe this is how he does his ruffles but the but Fabio 
suggests that he just kind of folded around so you don't see the hemline. So it's sort of kind of like if you hemmed mm-hmm. the bottom of your pants or your, or your 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 skirt and you flipped it up. Kind of like, hey, guys, right. look at this. Look, look at look at what I sewed. It's on the wrong side. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I I kind of was like, well, at this point, um, to me, it's kind of obvious that Fabio gets critique on a regular basis. Yeah. And he also gives mm. critique on a regular basis and also is not necessarily, I don't know how to, how to, he's not out to sabotage his right. fellow designers. Right. Right. It, it's something, he's um, playing fair. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm just so, um, glad to have seen an example of someone who has, um, you know, their own design philosophy that's different from someone else. And I have to say that it was a little disappointing to see Edmund question that feedback. So Edmund was like, I don't well, know. Yeah. Was he- Everybody is. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, no. But like just saying that Edmund was kind of like, hey, is this from a good place? Or he is my competitor. But, you know, so and, and this is something that Edmund that Fabio, we didn't we don't see Fabio necessarily questioning this from from Ken. But what were, right. what were you going to say? Because he believes he believes Ken to be on his side, so to speak. Right. And, you know, he doesn't necessarily have that relationship with Edmund. Mm-hmm. But um, I think everybody, all the designers are coming into this critique in that same thought as Edmund. Like, I don't know if I should trust what you're saying because you could just be trying to sabotage my look so that you can you can win or that I can go home or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, that's a good note. That, another reason why this was a terrible idea, guys. <laughs> so I know. Um, if I were one of them, I would have been so mad. This would have been such a huge waste of my time. Oh, you know what? Because that, if I get a good too. critique, I don't know if I can trust it. And also, you have to take oh, time away from working on whatever you're working on to give someone else critique. Exactly. You know? Hmm. So let's move on. Because who's next? <laughs> so Edmund pulls... Wait, right? Yeah, Edmund pulls next. And he pulls Helen. Isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was Uh, like, my notes are so jumbled. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so he's going, Helen is doing corsetry. I don't even remember what he says to Helen. Ugh. He, to be honest, but she's she's got pretty much the same thing we've seen from like four other challenges, like right. with her upside down smile, mm-hmm. <laughs> bodice, neckline. Yeah, I I just, I just saw that yeah. Edmund seemed really nervous here, and and as opposed to <laughs> Fabio, he seems like someone who's not used to giving critique, mm. just not used to it, and not maybe not used to receiving it, but definitely not used to talking about someone else's work or asking them questions or being uh, being critical in any kind of way. It just, you know, just not a lot of, you know, skills in this this area about that. Oh, back to Helen. Um, yes. <laughs> so Helen, um, Helen pulls Stanley. Did this one stand out to yeah. you at all? It did. I mean, mostly because it was... Uh... The last one, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you see them talking and Helen is suggesting that Stanley make his floor length gown a little less than floor length, show mm-hmm. a little toe. And everybody in, is like watching their critique and 
kind of like snickering, like oh, that's right, saying don't do it, <laughs> don't do it, Stanley. <laughs> yeah, they're all sitting there watching. I actually hilarious. think this is like the best part of all of this. Yeah, because, yeah, with <laughs> Anthony, the sister wife. So Anthony, Fabio, and Ken. <laughs> yeah, they all move over, and it was weird to me because. I got the feeling that Helen was blatantly giving Stanley bad advice. Yeah. Yeah. You get that towards the end. Um, Because she says in the confessional, like, well, who's to say that I'm saying something that's going to help his design. Right. Or, you know, so she went into it. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to try to sabotage his look. That, how bogus. And she did it I in mean, a way. I mean, I get that it's a competition. Exactly. But I feel like she thought that she was being slick about it. I don't think she has any yeah. idea how obviously unhelpful she was being. <laughs> it was like, you know, I she feel like care. I think that you can like show a little bit of shoe, even though. And someone pointed that out, either Anthony or Fabio, one of the sister wives pointed out mm-hmm. that that people have been critiqued negatively for doing just that thing and how dare you go over there and just kind of like you know tell stanley right you know like come on girl anyway and and you sort of you hear how a lot of the other designers um kind of think highly of stanley now which oh yeah just like wow i didn't i didn't realize everyone else had thought so highly of him maybe and here we've just been like come on stanley (laughs) (laughs) I know. <laughs> Maybe we should get with. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Fabio's like, now what is Helen gonna tell Stanley? I yeah. have to hear this. <laughs> but have you ever had to give feedback to anyone who was sort who you kind of felt was more like way more seasoned than you, and felt weird uh... about it, or or I don't know, I don't know if or even in. Um, even like a teaching situation. Right, right. I feel like I have. Yes, actually, yes. Yes, I have. But at that point, I don't know, something about that because I, you know, have spent so many years doing critiques and being part of critiques. Like that's sort of an even playing field. So when somebody mm-hmm. asks you to critique, them for like critique edits. Uh oh, Smilly, you're going in and out. Oh no. Right. So I feel like when somebody asks you to critique, you're it kind of puts everyone on a on a even level playing field mm-hmm. in in my mind, to where you need to come from an honest place and give valuable information that's actually going to help what they're doing or what they're trying to accomplish. And you kind of need to know trying to do Mm -hmm. and you don't, you're not just bashing it, but you're saying what could make it better and you know, what you do notice that is working well so that they can move forward from that place. Yeah. I think that takes a little bit of, but I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm... no, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I guess it does take time. Yeah, it takes time, like, practice being critiqued and also critiquing. Yeah. And and also want, wanting good things for them, which, right. you know, yeah. like, that's not necessarily what they want for one another. 
know? Exactly. So uh, yeah, which, I mean, it just made this whole thing unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it unfortunate, <laughs> un- the unfortunate time. It's just unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunate. Unfortunately. It was unfortunately time. Oh, that's great. That's what I'm going to call this. No, not no and time. Un- and fortunately, um, yeah, holy crapness. So, all right. All right. So we're ready to move on to the rest of the workday. Yeah. All right. So, so we have some model time. So we have the models come in for their fitting and then we get um, that usual rush to the end of the day. So I think some stuff stood out when with these models i think we learned a little bit about how far along some of these designers are mm-hmm. um joshua being a, a pretty important one um it's pointed out that he, he doesn't do a model fitting for this one but he seems pretty yeah, confident like the, the first time he's never done a model fitting right yeah um and then we have ken and his bodice not fitting well um I mean, but for everybody, it seems like, um, I don't know. It, se- it still seemed like Josh was okay since he can finish a fitting in two and a half hours come runway day. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he just may be a little overconfident. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But honestly, a lot of like pretty much all the designers have so much work to do. Yeah. Yeah. We have Ken who's seam ripping. The wrong scene. The wrong scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And I thought this was interesting because the way he's he says he's going to turn darts into seams um, because you know his the bodice isn't isn't fitting very well, so that's how he's going to fix that problem, which I think is an interesting mm-hmm. way to do that. Um, and who else? Stanley calls out Anthony, thanks him for some advice on. You know, draping the bodice on the model, which I love this moment. I lo- I'm liking these Stan- Stanley Anthony interactions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I I want to point out a very small thing, but Josh was using a, a chalk tool that I want. He's finally moving on to fashion fabric, and he's making these really very thin chalk lines with this chalk device. Did you see mm-hmm. that? Do you have that? I don't remember. What did it look like? It looked like, you know, um, when you when you buy um, the, the chalk and it's in that very um, thin uh, plastic. Oh thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. Um, but it almost looks like something that you would rip things with or it looks like a little tiny um, like a like a little like an exacto type type thing. Oh yeah. But instead of it instead of there being like a little knife in there or a razor, there's chalk. Mm-hmm. And you make these mm-hmm. these tiny little lines. I just just as a side note, I've been looking for something to make better chalk lines in my life. And I saw that and I was like, oh, Yeah. Oh, that's so great. I need yeah, that. Yeah, you might room. you might have to look feel like an art supply store. I, know. I feel yeah. like I remember that from art college. Oh man. Yeah. But uh yeah. Anyway, just just a, a thing that I need. I was like, I want that, and I feel like maybe they should have a name for that. They have a name for all the Rowenta, uh irons and the the brother sewing machines. But how about those other little things? <laughs> we 
get all Oh my goodness. You need a list. Brand those you need things. a list of supplies. A list of things that you all stars have used. Exactly. I want what's in your toolbox. <laughs> um anyway. All right. So so uh let's go to the day of the runway. Um yeah. the runway the day of is a little crazy. Very, very crazy. They only got one day to do a lot of work on these. Let's remember red carpet gowns <laughs> and oh, it's kind of a crazy yep. day. So um, anything stand out to you on this, this pre runway craziness? Uh, I'm trying to think. Not that I can think actually, you know, I didn't realize that Ken's fabric was so similar to Edmund's. Oh, Did they both get, Maybe they both got stretchy it, jacquard. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like the print looks, it looks like this brocade, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know. It's like a floral. I, I mean, this is the point where I just realized like, oh, okay. What have I been looking at then? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot of red at least. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, we also get um, a little bit. Well, we actually, we get a a montage of Joshua complaining and then a little bit of Helen humble bragging a little bit. Oh my goodness. So of course they're all rushing and they're, you know, they're just not getting it together, but we, you see that Joshua is still, uh, he's, you know, realizing oh, now that pin tucking takes a long time. Apparently he didn't know that. Oh, and you know, he's like, he's he can't bleeding all over stuff. I think he actually is. I was wondering, cause he, ta- he's talking a lot about how much he's bleeding. Um, oh. but I, but do you think that's because he's you, with pin tucking, use a lot of pins? <laughs> yeah. A I mean, lot of who pins. knows? And he's moving fast. Right. You know, when you right. move fast. I don't, I still don't understand how Helen works with those long nails she has. I know. Because they she's so long. She, I, yeah, I've, I, but she works that way. That's, the, and she does, you know, red carpet gowns. That's what she does. But, um, yeah. Yeah. But I I love her humble brag of like, oh, you know, I'm stuck, you know, working to the last minute, of course, because I thought I could cor- cut corners. But you know me, I don't cut corners. <laughs> I do everything perfectly oh, the yeah. first time, you know, I'm like, come on, have a moment. Right. Oh, right. my goodness. I remember that. Wonderful to hear. Um, yeah. We have um, a rodeo glam room scene uh, with Patrick. But I want to point it out because this is the first time we get to see Fabio's jacket. Did you see that jacket he was wearing? Oh, it was. Yeah. It's this cream, silky looking embroidered bomber. I know he made it. I want it. Really? Oh, man. I don't know. He made it. I don't know. But I'm assuming I'm assuming he made that. I I really want Mm -hmm. it. So um, to me, that was a highlight of of the runway (laughs) pre runway time. So. Uh-huh. Oh, and also Stanley, just to point out how how adorable Stanley is getting. So um, he he looks at his his model in his garment and he starts pumping his arms because he's so excited in his little boy way. He's like, it looks just like my drawing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's Stanley. Stanley very is excited. becoming more of a teddy bear every <laughs> challenge. <laughs> With his, his, his like Coke bottle glasses that with the oh my gosh. really fashionable frames. He has, 
he basically he has Coke bottle glasses from the eighties, but the frames are frames look good. It just makes his eyes look four times as big as they are, actually are. And then paired with mm-hmm. his like semi excited moments, it's just very it's very funny. Um, yeah. All right. Um, all right, Samilia, are you ready to get to the runway? Yes. Let's do it. Yay! All right. So everyone, <laughs> it's time for cheat sheet. So the cheat sheet link is in the description page for the podcast. Um, also, we dropped this on our Facebook page, so you can find it there as well. And um, and I'll mention it here that this week, um, since we are talking about the designer's signature looks, that we posted some extra sheets or runway review of every designer and with their supposed signature look. And um, we put all the final looks from every single episode up until episode nine. So challenges one through nine. Um, and you can find, you can see if the designers have been showing us their signature looks throughout this season. So um, that's on the Facebook page. The links aren't in the description page. There's just too many. Um, but if you want to check it out on our Facebook page, go and find it there and then use that as a cheat sheet as well. Um, this is not to see if the designers have been lying or if they're, you know, just taken techniques out of their ass or if they're being inconsistent or just kind of have no idea what their signature technique is <laughs> there's so many things so many questions i have I'm like are you not showing us these things because why or mm-hmm. did have you not shown it because why or you know i think these are these are instructive to see just the right the history of of their looks on the on all stars um all right so we we find the designers on the runway with Alyssa, who comes out wearing something. <laughs> oh, man. I was... Oh, I usually don't talk about Alyssa's clothes, but lately... I was so bothered. What, who is dressing her? Okay. Can you describe her Jesus. outfit, Samilia? Like She's wearing this boxy, like, uh, okay, he's got, like, this wide leg capri thing with the boxy top. And, you know, there's like a black print or something on Mm -hmm. there. It just looks, she looks uncomfortable. Like she can't move. It's really, she does this weird pose before she comes out onto the runway. Yeah. And she's like walking super stiff. And it's just like, it's kind of like the best choice. She's as stiff as her clothes, but the clothes are so boxy and roomy that she should have been, she should have been comfortable in that. You know, like, yeah, it's just so odd. <laughs> yeah, it's all white. And I was wondering, um, I mean, because at the top of the show, I didn't mention what she was wearing, but she was wearing this. I thought it was a very cute little um, kind of like a like a a line um, dress with some ruffles at the bottom or kind of like like faux fur or maybe feathers at the mm-hmm. bottom. Also um, kind of boxy, but it was an interesting print on top and. I was like, I just kind of assumed that it was a Zach Posen outfit. And then when she came out in this, I was like, oh, is that a Zach Posen outfit? <laughs> what are no. you wearing? I'm sorry. She's not wearing a Zach Posen nothing. Yeah. She's not. No. <laughs> I mean, it's just like these weird white culottes with platform sandals and a chunky weird heel. It's just not good. Um, and then it seems like, to me, Stanley's eyes got 
five times bigger because he's she's reviewing the challenge for everyone and then you can the the camera goes to stanley's face he looks down for a second and then his eyes just pop wide open because i feel like maybe he just noticed what she was wearing um (laughs) poor Alyssa. but yeah anyway oh man so we have Alyssa, and then we all she introduces the judging panel for this week we have georgina chapman and isaac mizrahi with norman and then <laughs> um we also have um who she calls we have rosie perez um mm-hmm. who she says the adorable rosie perez i'm like oh well is that because of her cheeks anyway so we have rosie perez and then of course we have zach posen who was also trying Yay. to outbroach Isaac with another brooch. Um, but yeah, so, so nice to have uh, like a, a judge who makes sense. Yay. Yes. <laughs> um, finally. Finally. I hope this is a new theme. I know. For, <laughs> for all stars. Yeah. Someone with some real stakes. Um, Cause they're using his fabrics. Remember? Um, oh yeah. All right. So let's get to this cheat sheet here. And um, as always, Samilia, how do you want to tackle this? Hmm. Maybe we should start with the high scores. Or, well, I mean, honestly, we can start with the safe and then go to high. Yeah, let's start. Okay, yeah, because it's just Helen this week. We're getting down to the wire, guys. So um, since we have seven looks, then one, one person is safe. And that was Helen. Um, yeah. What did you think about this? Her signature technique, of course, again, was corsetry. And then, of mm-hmm. course, guys, if you look on our our supplemental sheets of for Helen, you can see throughout the show that I think she's been pretty consistent. She chose yeah. this as her technique. And I think it is actually her signature. So true to form. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what do you think about this look? Uh, I thought it was boring. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, yeah, I agree. It's yeah, boring. we've seen it a million times. We understand that your signature is corsetry, but mm-hmm. can you do like a different shape? Right. <laughs> you know, or is it just always the same shape? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Nothing and, new. And I thought, you know, she was like, oh, I'm going to do color blocking as well. But it, the you know, the fabrics don't look that different from one another right so you can't right. really take that into account it's really here. it's subtle yeah oh. it's a little too subtle and also um I, it just looked like it was a, a mess from the front so whatever she did with the shinier fabric it puckered mm-hmm. up so much around yeah. the top of that skirt um it yeah. doesn't look easy to walk in i think there was a lot of slow-mo on this runway by the way guys and I think there is some slow-mo because a lot of the models really could not walk in a lot of these um, these uh, these garments. And Helen's was one of them. Mm-hmm. You know? So. All right. Well, that's Helen. <laughs> but she's safe. She's safe. Yay. So... She's here next week. She's on no one's bracket, by the way. But <laughs> yay. All right. <laughs> but we still care. All right. Um, <laughs> next, you want to go right. to the high scores? Yes, high scores. Yes, good news. Yeah, Stanley is first up here on our high. This is like, what, four challenges in on high? I know. Stanley just pulling it off. Knocking it out the park here. So consistent. 
All right. And his so signature. His, yeah, his yeah, go ahead. Tailoring is his signature look. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, signature technique. Mm-hmm. Which, I, I mean, I think he did wonderfully at. I felt like the the bodice seemed to be cutting underneath the model's arms a little bit, hmm. but that I mean, you know, didn't bother me too much. Yeah. And honestly, if like if we're looking at his looks from past challenges, mm-hmm. I feel like they're kind of they're kind of varied, but they're all well tailored. I agree. So he's, I feel like he's been very true to his signature technique. Yeah, I I I totally agree, and I and I think that with, um, in particular this model because she walks so well, but it floated down the runway wonderfully, and I and I think the what he whatever he did to structure that him, I thought was mm-hmm. just really really beautiful and really nice, um, and yeah. I think the back. I believe he... No, go ahead. I believe he said he added interfacing and then boning at the at the hem. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, because it it has this wonderful shape, and I think that's a part of the tailoring technique. And it's mm-hmm. very simple in terms of a design, but eh. I mean, looking at that back, I don't think that's quite simple. The way it falls down, even um, and also the the shape it's making. Um, along the shoulder area and the top mm-hmm. of her um, and the bottom of her shoulder blades, it looks, it just fits so well. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's part of it too. It, it really does. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. And it's so flattering. The, the strap parts, like I, I didn't think that I would like those straps at all, but I think in terms of this mm-hmm. models, um, the way her shoulders are set and, and how her, how she's shaped, it adds shape right. to her body. And I think he always, this is the, the model that he had, um, uh, was oh, it last, last challenge. Week? Yeah. It where was. he built out her hips because she's, she's very thin. Um, mm-hmm, and this mm-hmm. time he didn't build an undergarment to build her out, but still, I think structured the dress in a way that would give her shape. Right. You know, oh, I, I mean, he, he, yeah, yeah, he did so well with that, knowing the model's body and, you know, coming up with something that was going to accentuate that. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Um, yeah. All right. Next is Anthony. Mm-hmm. Who's in my bracket. It's in your bracket. <laughs> yeah, Anthony is in my bracket. So, um, you know... <laughs> We just on the top here. It's fine. Okay. Anthony's still there. (laughs) (laughs) Just lamenting in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Anthony, I love that. So when you're looking at the cheat sheet, you see it's like a sea of red Mm -hmm. and then you see Anthony. Yeah. And it's so bright and happy and it's Anthony. He has this baby blue color. And uh, I mean, the silhouette is not really that new, I feel like, Mm-mm. but I think he, so in his technique is structure, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what? Oh, it's sculpting. Mm-hmm. Sculpting, right, right. Yeah. Sculpting. So he has this sort of like a big, how would, what would you say, ribbon effect in the back, like all down the back. Yeah, yeah. Which is really cool. It's like a And swooshy. it comes into the skirt. Mm-hmm. And this but, is, yeah, I mean, it's kind of unexpected. This is something that I hadn't noticed before, but he doesn't do side seams. And that's another thing that 
um, oh. that I, I noticed from his time with Stanley, where Stanley points out, okay, so when you bring the fabric around, are you going to have a seam on the side? And Anthony points out that, well, that's another thing that I'm known for is one seam. And I think that's mm-hmm. crazy. <laughs> I know. Right? I mean, so we have this a bit of, isn't, does a top count as corsetry in a way? Like he built out. I feel like it does. Yeah. Yeah. He he did. So he built out this structured top and the way he's, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, sculpted the fabric around the body. There's just one seam in the back. I want to see how this is done. I'm very interested in this, but um, I feel like he would have had to cut that on the bias for it to fit so well. Yeah, definitely. So on the on the diagonal here, but there's also that. Yeah, there definitely is a, a some boning up top where he um, it also kind of um, what do you call it bifurcates or it, it essentially I think has a, a nice um, there there's this this nice difference or um, oh my god. <laughs> separation between the top and the bottom um Mm -hmm. where you have this very structured front and then also this flowiness in the back like it's just you know it was hard to walk in i think this is slightly too tight for the model um it's a little you know a little hard to walk in but i i don't know it it just looks really beautiful standing still so yeah 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 so, ready for Fabio? Yeah. And Fabio I is on Nalen's bracket. Wait, mm-hmm. go ahead, sit again, Amelia. How do you feel about this look? I love it. I love <laughs> this look. This, I feel like this is what I've been waiting for this yes. season, like to see from him. I'm like, finally. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. Have we really seen him do anything like this? It's let's go to his cape dress. I'm going to pull up his. So again, we have um, all of the the histories and blah blah blah. Right. So we have. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh my god. Yeah, we don't wait. Fabio. Oh shoot! Did I not? I missed Fabio's. Um. Oh no. (laughs) Well, by the time by the by the time this is up, I will add Fabio. Whoops. But maybe Fabio needs to be his own. But he's, we definitely have seen pleading from him. Um, mm-hmm. He's done quite a quite a bit of pleading. But in terms right. of this, um, like having something that is this flowy, I think we've seen it before, but not as successfully. And so, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think it is so dramatic, and it, it and the way it drapes around the body um mm-hmm. you know and we've seen someone else who i i recall you know if y'all remember kenya from season 16 that she was also known for pleating her fabric and doing amazing things with it and so I, this is not easy to do and especially to have it um sort of mold to the body in a way that's very flattering but easy right. and the way it eases away from her and billows around it's just you know it walks wonderfully and it looks so comfortable yeah and... there's such a, a simple shape to it yeah and yeah with the pleats getting closer at the at the midsection at the waist and everything I think that's what helps mm-hmm. 
but everything is just seems so balanced. It's really beautiful. It's yeah. very elegant. There's a lot of fabric. So, you know, I, I think that that is sort of the challenge of all of this because you can tell, you know, when she's walking, she's walking with a lot of yardage on her, but it doesn't swallow mm-hmm. her up. It doesn't, she's wearing it. And yeah, I think I totally agree. It's that, um, that, that waistline, you know, like it's, it's mm-hmm. really well done. Yep. Yeah. This, yeah. This is my favorite. I don't this week's challenge. And the thing is, like, I hate the color, but on this dress, I don't mind it. I think if it had right. been used any other way, I would not have liked the color of this fabric. But it just, mm-hmm. I think, and also at, by this time, I'm I'm learning Fabio's uh, where he is color wise, and he's not where I would I like. <laughs> I, I I rarely <laughs> enjoy the colors he chooses. And I think mm-hmm. this is probably one of the first outfits where I'm like, I don't mind. Sure, go ahead with this weird green-ish blue gray color. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think it's really nice for a red carpet as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it works. All right, and uh, ready for the low scores? Oh, maybe not. But <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Here we go, Yay! low. <laughs> oh, man. There we go. Um, okay, so we start with <laughs> Edmund. Edmund. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, man. I knew when this walked. It was, it's just kind of off. So it's Edmund's technique is, is a pleat. No, not pleating. Ga- what is it? Not Ruffles. gathering. Ruffles. Gosh. Man, ruffles. Yeah, he ruffles. just does like such an obvious, like humongous rose that covers the entire bodice, and mm-hmm. and then you don't see that rose anywhere else. Nope. You know, other than the print on whatever's on the. Did he have a brocade? I think he had whatever's on the material. He probably had one of the jacquards. As like it, it's okay. a. I, and I'm not really clear on that. Um, I don't know if you know if jacquard because it looks like brocade but i think jacquard and brocade are different because of how they're made um mm-hmm. but i think this is specifically jacquard so it's a little okay. bit and, and it's stretchier and i think it's lighter as well but uh, it's not even clear if he used that up top right because i think he might have used the right he didn't even use the wrong side of that he he just used i think a different red right was it different? I think it was the same material. It's the same? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm confused. So. Just the opposite side. Okay. But he yeah. he didn't even take Fabio's advice. I don't know if you noticed that. But as it walks, you can see the wrong side. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, he, you can see the edges where he's trimmed them and it's, you know, he's turned them on the other on the other side and I I and, and yeah. you know, and, and this could this could be yeah. that he just doesn't know how else to make these ruffles, and this is how he makes them. But if this is your signature look, I think you should be able to make them refined. Uh, you should, should refine right the, the find the way it looks. And I'm assuming that it's a technique that you've mm-hmm. used many times before. This is, I mean, it's beautiful. It's a, I think it's a beautiful structure, but the way it's used. You know, and if we want to contrast that to Fabio, you know, where he's using a lot of fabric, but it's it's just kind of plopped on there. It doesn't 
-hmm. it's not really integrated into the rest of the design and also and we'll get into this later uh, one of the critiques by um, Rosie Perez is that you know if you ate if you if she she's like if I starved myself to fit into this dress for the Oscars (laughs) no one's gonna know (laughs) that I ate one less donut a day Um, but basically what she's saying is that it doesn't it just doesn't make sense with the body and um it doesn't accentuate it doesn't highlight the body it covers up yeah and as someone who uses the term sexy a lot or someone who likes to i don't know who likes who likes to show the female shape or whoever is wearing his clothes like he he Mm -hmm. likes to kind of highlight those things and makes a lot of form-fitting clothes and i think he probably thought that the bottom part here where um it is quite tight um was making up for that but it it makes it imbalanced to me it would have made more sense to see something a little bit more a-line um on the bottom but also make that rose a lot smaller it's weird how big that rose is by the way just saying yeah, um, I mean, to not have any other roses anywhere else. Right, that's, right. That's so odd. And then the back was odd. He's got this one skinny, teeny little <laughs> strap going from, you know, one side to the opposite shoulder. It's like, oh, man, that's not working. Yeah, it's that, like a f- it's not weight. The whole look is not weighted properly. Yeah, it looks like an oh. like almost like a weird apron or, you know, just... He, mm-hmm. he he made that rose on a strap and then just like hooked it over her head and then put on the skirt underneath. And there's also this weird, ugly zipper flapping around back there. I don't know if you noticed that, but it really made me yeah. uncomfortable. Not uncomfortable, but it's just kind of like I'm trying to say that it didn't upset me because, you know, it's just a zipper. But the zipper was unnecessary in the back. I don't understand how he did that, but it just it was very noticeable how it was flapping around. Um Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about the length? There on were this? there were a couple a couple flappy zippers. Oh yeah, really? Uh, I miss. I mean, one. just over the. I think maybe we haven't gotten to them yet. Mm-hmm. But the length. I don't know. This. I was just very bothered by all of this. I I feel like there was no sh- there was no real shape mm-hmm. to to the silhouette. So the, I mean, uh, get kind of twitchy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. It's, I mean, it's kind of, it's just like, it's just, it's just there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whoops. Okay. Well, want to move on to Joshua? Um, oh, do we have to, this was so, uh, Oh, it's sad. Okay. It's Why sad was that because Amelia? so Joshua had well, he had pin tucking and you see that he pin tuck spent all of his time pin tucking the top of this gown and and it looks sloppy because of some weird strap thing that what was the deal with the strap? I know. He has like a strap going horizontally across kind of but not really it's it's very oddly placed Mm -hmm. like under the bust and it doesn't make sense and then the skirt looks like a whole different dress he did the two colors in the skirt and i mean 
I don't know. It's a highlight. It's just what are you? It's, what are you doing, man? I yeah. think he he just ran out of time and threw something else on the skirt like as quick as he could. But it's it's interesting to me that the skirt, yes, it's it's high low, but it's he made that the day before the the day of the runway. That was that's what he made, and it's interesting to me that mm-hmm. he pulled that out so quickly, and it fits her really well. In comparison to the top mm. that he spent a whole day on, that I looks know. awful. And you know, in calling back to yeah. Anthony's feedback, he could have said color. He could have just done color blocking. <laughs> he could have done color blocking Seriously. because if he had pulled that off in two hours, you know, yeah. like what could he have done if he had sort of focused on a technique that I think we've seen this from him before. Um, um, you know, and it's sad. I think it's sad as well because it um, you can kind of also tell that he was uncomfortable with the way the top was going to look because he styled his model to have her hair completely cover one side of it down the runway, mm-hmm. you know, and um, yeah, it was just it's awful. It's really bad up top. Yeah, it's fallen off of her. There's that weird thing that's going on on her shoulder. It's. You know, there's a, mm-hmm. there's weird asymmetry going on. Um, I don't know where he was going with. It just looks like he doesn't know how to pin tuck. It isn't it, like he knows how to pin tuck. Right. Clearly, he knows how to do the technique, but he doesn't know how to design with pin tucking. And I think that's the right. That's, that's so sad. Oh, so. He could have easily had way less pin tucking at the top, but just show it elsewhere right you know yeah like bring a little pin tucking into the skirt right yeah don't just do the whole bodice or maybe he was you know i wonder i wonder if he would have done even the skirt <laughs> um if he had if he could have but no way he would have been able to make a skirt that fit like that if it had been pin tucked or if he had to pin tuck it first you know fit so right yeah yeah um man yeah that was that was pretty rough all right um yeah next are you ready for ken do you want to move on or actually well well, just going back to joshua's past looks Mm -hmm. you don't see any pin tucking at all right yeah so for him to say that joshua's history Yeah, that's a, this is a good. Oh my goodness! So I'm looking at it now. Um, oh man, yeah, no, he's done a lot of other techniques, but no pin tucking. <laughs> no pin tucking. At a all. lot of other techniques. He even did a little bit of draping last week, if we were if we remember with the color mm-hmm. thing, and um, you know, yeah, he's got. I I would say that he's been pretty consistent with the silhouette. Um, but not necessarily with technique, which he's, you know, he's showing us a lot. So he had an arsenal of things he could have pulled from that had been more successful, but he chose this Mm -hmm. and no, no. Yeah. Not successful. So it's also weird that he chose to do a high low. It's so weird. Yeah. He, I don't know what he was going for, but I mean, if you look at every single challenge, 
you would think it was a different designer each time. Hmm. Yeah. So maybe he maybe he wasn't really sure of his signature look. I mean, I'm questioning like are you sure that's I mean, I, I would have I would have done something. He could have done like sheer on the side. That's my signature look or signature technique. Sheerness. Right. You know, something something right. that's um that kind of uh, that calls back to other things that you've done um, in a, in a way that, you know, I, and I would say, you know, like challenge number three, like that look um, that was also a, a team challenge where he had the, the sheerness on the side there. I thought that was really well done. Mm-hmm. Not my cup mm-hmm. of tea, but is, I think could have been something that he could have passed as a technique. So, right. Yeah. Oh, Joshua. Oh, all right. All right. Moving right along. Moving on to Ken. Ken is next. Mm-hmm. Um, so here we are with uh, uh, something that kind of is to me reminiscent of what he did last week where mm-hmm. he decided to drape on the side. But as we recall, he he uh, <laughs> he didn't think of how this fabric would do on its own and you know put interfacing on every piece of this on the other side so um mm-hmm. what do you what do you think about this Samelia? i don't know that i mean i don't know that i would have put it in the low i mean i, I didn't think it was horrible mm-hmm. i do feel like it wasn't as structured as he probably wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. It didn't really, I mean, I wouldn't have guessed that that was the signature technique here. Um, oh, right. I didn't feel like it needed. To, yeah. Sorry. Ken is yeah, sculpting. Can it, can oh, yes. Yeah, I keep saying structure. Yes. Yeah. Sculpting. sculpting. Structure. Sculpting. I think it's, I think it's all the same. <laughs> yeah. The sculpting was good. Uh, right. Sculpting. Uh, I didn't mind it. You do see him adding that, added uh the large piece of material on the side sort of like mm-hmm. day of the runway thing like right before they're walking out but i feel like it works honestly but you know and I, I guess it's just getting down to the point in the competition where stuff like that's not gonna fly you gotta really come with it mm. and know know your technique you gotta you know know how you're gonna play the challenge from the bat so, or I guess right out the gate. And there's something I just noticed. So, I mean, that? so last week, if you look through Ken's runway review, um, you know, we remember that other red piece. So Ken has made three other, two other red outfits or red garments, mm-hmm. red garments, um, red designs. And last week, um, his... And I didn't notice this last week. I don't know if anyone else did, but his course, he did corsetry last week. Right. And mm-hmm. Helen made a note of it during the runway. If I remember their designs, did you point, you pointed this out. Their designs look very similar. Well, I pointed out that the tops from last week all used corsetry. Right. And then, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. And then Ken and Helen's um, both had that large drape on one side um, right. And of course, Ken ended up being um, 
on the barely on the top, even though it was mm. a little bit wonky in the back. This week he has done a similar type of drape as as he did last week. Um, and it, this one obviously was not as successful um, in terms of what the judges thought as it was last week. Um, but it's really interesting to me that he's sort of working this out in a way, but mm-hmm. just again, way too much fabric. It's not right. very balanced. And um, I don't know. Like I, I yeah. I th- yeah. He was scrambling, you know, you, yeah. you see sort of his frustrations of not working as smartly as he wanted to in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And he just had to make do with what he could in the time that he had right here. I think that's what we're seeing. And this time around this week, it's not going to have him make it on the top. And I know that they're all getting very tired. This is challenge nine, but do you think that there's a little bit of self-sabotage coming up in here for Ken? I only, I only say that because of how he chose to a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little worried. Maybe even unbeknownst to him, but mm-hmm. yeah, we see it. Yeah. And, and we also had another, I, I, and I forgot about this moment where Anthony actually had to sort of console him again this week. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. If you it remember, was cute, it was really, a really wonderful <laughs> moment where I don't, I think, and again, this is sort of how Ken is where Anthony was probably joking with him. And then Kim was giving him this look and Anthony goes, Oh, oh, you're sad. Oh, well, come, come here, Ken. Cause it's like, he's like, I really want to blow this motherfucker down. Like, I really want to tear everything down. Just want to blow everything up. Like, yeah. Ken, are, what are you saying over there, Ken? Where he's like, I'm just really mad at myself. And I'm like, Ken, wait, Ken, can you, can, oh, wait. Oh, you're upset? Ken, you're mad? And it's like, so it I want, yeah, I wonder if he's doing, making these choices. Yeah, I think it, they might be unconscious choices that are just, Again, he's stabbing himself in the foot. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, okay. So, so that those are the those are the looks here, and of course, you know, we have um, some time before the judges. Um, did any time during deliberation or the um, final feedback from the from the our official judges stand out to you? Um. Hmm. Trying to think. Not not real like nothing that that I felt like I didn't agree with. Mm -hmm. Like they, you know, Georgina mentioned that Edmund's large gather the rose was in a tricky spot, which you Mm -hmm. know it was just odd. Yeah, the placement of that. And they they also pointed out how Fabio's look was not something that everyone would be wearing. I think maybe Rosie Perez said that. Right. Yeah. But that that was a good thing because attention, more attention would be on you on that red carpet because you're you really stand out. Right. I This reminds me of something else that happened earlier in the episode with uh, with Edmund ma- uh, making a comment about Fabio's um, garment saying he's like wow you don't really see that usually on the red carpet and I don't know Mm -hmm. you know and and I remember thinking I think that's a 
good thing. I, I don't. It's not right. something that I would say is something to question or something that. Um, yes, it's risky, but it, when you look at something and you can kind of have this this is I'm I'm just really kind of um going back to this these critique sessions because I think hearing Edmund um or the, his lack of ability to give anyone feedback or to receive it is is extremely eye-opening but how he looked at mm-hmm. Fabio's work where it is something very different and a lot of these designers are you know they're, they're their um aesthetic is extremely different from from one another um and not that he had to like it or or have like a, a an affinity for it, but the fact that he you know, he doubted it simply because he'd never seen it before was was interesting, and and I it was nice to hear that the judges were like, okay, this is sort of a nod to the future, something that we've not seen before, and have that be seen as a positive, because I think Edmund was a little taken aback by the fact that no one really liked his his dress especially right. Rosie Perez when she was like I hate it and he's like really what she's oh, like I hate he it he was crushed yeah he was he, <laughs> his feelings were hurt oh man uh, and then also I feel like with him it's it's so funny I think what uh, I wrote down what Isaac said because it again confirms Fabio's feedback he's like you took this ravishing fabric and made it so incredibly inexpensive because they, they just mm. sort of could see all those folds. And I have a feeling that it has a lot to do with how he finished it and the zipper on the back. And then, you yeah. know, I mean, and then Alyssa, <laughs> I just have to point out Alyssa's feedback to Edmund because I think it was really a cry for help. Apparently, you know, I feel like Alyssa, um, her, maybe her marriage is falling apart over a throw pillow. I have no idea. <laughs> Oh no! But Edmund's Not that dress. That's something to laugh at. But <laughs> I, I was like, "What are you saying, it made Alyssa?" No, what? I know she just like made a huge circle circle around. I'm like, oh, Edmund's dress triggered the fight that Alyssa had this morning with her husband. It had nothing to do <laughs> with how ugly she thought the dress was or how ugly Edmund's dress actually was. But it really was about the ugliness of Alyssa's marriage right now. Like, I really have a feeling that it's just like, <laughs> oh, no. what are you talking about, Alyssa? Too much oh. information. Just say that it looks like a throw pillow. Yeah, but you it was don't really have to know much. more than TMI. that. TMI. TMI. <laughs> too much information. It was almost like, all right, cameras, back to me. So this is my moment now. I have a story. Everyone listen up to my story. <sighs> so weird. I was like, okay, great. If we if I get a it's Google like, alert what? about Alyssa's marriage, then I know. Oh no, you're gonna feel bad. It's not good. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just joking. Sorry. But all, I mean, as you that reminds me about something Alyssa said about Joshua's look. Mm-hmm. Like she kept saying, and maybe this was once they were already off stage. Um, but she kept saying how well he did do technique. I'm like, oh lord, <laughs> Alyssa. <laughs> I do remember because she was like, technically, everybody did technique. I mean, that was that was weird because she was like, I don't know if I love your dress or if I hate it. But like, okay, if we're talking about technique, then I kind of have to love it. I'm like, what are you what? Like, no, you don't. You actually don't. You don't. He's like, well, you did a technique. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Everyone did a technique. That doesn't mean you have to love everything up there. Make a decision. <laughs> what is going on with your that brain? Just wasn't it wasn't reason enough to, and that wasn't. I don't know. It was almost like she was trying to 
to judge Joshua on a separate scale. Or maybe she wanted Joshua to stay. I feel like she felt in her body that he was probably going to go home. And then, oh um, because she, and this is the thing, like she kept calling attention to how bad it actually was because like your, t- your signature technique, I think was, was executed pretty flawlessly. And I was like, wait, no, it was not. No, no. Yeah. Then, I, I heavily disagree. And I remember <laughs> like, it's okay. In, so when she starts talking about this is when the cameras get really close to the garment. And I remember seeing the hymn wasn't finished. You know, they talked about the mm-hmm. high-low, but no one talked about, and they probably cut this out because there's probably a lot of bad things to say about it, especially if you have Georgina Chapman and Zach Posen on the same panel, really. I'm yeah. pretty sure they got into the nitty-gritty about how poorly finished oh, yeah. this garment was because the hem wasn't finished. It was There were, like, threads loose everywhere. And then when they got close to the pin-tucked bodice part, those edges weren't finished either. It looked worse the, the more she talked frumpy. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I I couldn't believe the things she was saying about like, as if it would be safe or something. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. But I think she did bring that up in deliberations, too, where she really must have been trying to save Joshua. I didn't even think about that. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My honey. Wow. (laughs) Um, But but speaking of joshua in a way like we we do get a moment in the designer's waiting lounge during deliberation that i want to point out real quickly Mm, um mm -hmm. because of course helen was the only safe designer but when they go back to wait for the judges to decide who goes home and who wins um helen starts some shit so helen i which i was shocked by because she's kind of like, okay, guys, I want to say, I want to just kind of like predict who was on the top and who was on the bottom. No offense. And I was like, what? Why are they letting her do this? <laughs> and so she she chooses correctly. And then Stanley sort of gets caught up in it because he's like, I was, yeah, I was up there. I was in good company. Yay. And then Helen, mm-hmm. and then Joshua takes takes advantage of it and gets really snippy. And it was just kind of a weird moment where Joshua accuses Stanley of of being um uh saying saying something very derogative about all the other designers, but but implicitly. He's like, well, you were good comp you're a good company on the runway, period, because I was up there. And we're all good designers. I'm like, no one's saying that. Leave Stanley alone. Right. <laughs> like, don't come I know. Stanley. Which if he thought about it, it, essentially that's what Stanley was saying. Like yeah. they were, you know, he just Joshua just chose to take it the wrong way because right. he was feeling super offended. Yeah, yeah. And I mean I think or we'll, however we we carry that through, you know, like it just kind of continues on. Um but yeah. But anything else before we say who the winner and the lemonade designers are? No, nothing else. All right. Um, so, Samelia, who yeah. is the winner and who gets to dress a Lifetime uh, movie star? Anthony! Yay! My bracket! Yay! For um, the win. For the win, Anthony, with his blue glamorous dress. Um, mm-hmm. And then... Who is eliminated this week? Oh, <laughs> Joshua, my bracket. Yeah, you have like a face off. Aww. It's like Man. Team Samelia versus Team Samelia. I know. 
Oh, it was hard. Yeah. This was a hard week. It was. It was a difficult, it was a difficult one on so many levels, um, including the goodbye. So oh, we, we did what? talk a little bit with, um, with Nayland, who for our mm-hmm. new listeners, um, he is uh, one of our beloved guests and also is, has some skin in this game with his bracket. Um, and he's got yeah. Fabio on, on for the win. So, so Nayland mentioned that he thought that Joshua's goodbye on this episode was very ungracious. And I have to say, I agree. It was weird. Um, Mm -hmm. so to describe the goodbye, you know, he, you know, usually you go in and we all know that on Project Runway Prime, we, we get a goodbye from Tim where he dismisses you to your workroom to collect your things. Um, but on, on All Stars, typically the designers say bye to one another. There have been tears, there have been hugs, usually hugs. And this, there was no hug. This one, um, he told them actively with his arms to stay away. And then he gave some BS speech and uh, then basically was like, Helen, you're the only one I like. So I want you to win. I don't know. It was weird. And I was. Whoa, wait, I missed that part. Are you kidding? Yeah. Okay. So this didn't. Maybe I'm reading into this too much, but on his way out, he looks at Helen. Everyone is sort of like trying to say things and trying to say goodbye. And Anthony is trying to say something like, oh, you know, you and them shoes, like you did wear them shoes because he's wearing these these incredible right, uh, yeah. white studded um, boots. And on his way out, he essentially says goodbye, but he's like, Helen, rock it out. And I oh, took I that. I missed that. Yeah. I took that to think, I was like, well, is he pro lady? Is he pro Helen? Or is he anti all these other guys in the Dude, room who have been super... kicking his ass? You know, like that's, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm just I'm just not sure but I I was kind of feeling like he because in my opinion Joshua has a very fragile ego and I've and I've and I said this in our conversation where I don't think it had anything to do in terms of I'm okay the worst case scenario is that he is sort of gunning for or encouraging Helen because the other the other ones have been winning more um so Stanley has been winning Anthony just won um I think Ken has also won. Fabio was in the top and has won as well. And and I think he feels more threatened by them. And um, in, in, in this weird way is sort of just kind of acknowledging Helen on the way out because that's the one who doesn't necessarily destroy his self-esteem. Yeah. Do you get that? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean... Hmm. That's honestly the only explanation I could think of. Yeah, I don't know. It was a, it was just so a very weird. awkward um, way to leave the, the show, and even the way he left his workstation. You know, you have the little thing upstairs where they turn off the light, they take the little toolbox. Even that was filled with attitude. So I don't know. I was just reading his body language. It was just, just extremely negative. All of it. Even though his words were like, "I'm gonna be yeah. fine," you know, I'm, I'm. I'm a badass, you know, I'm McKinley magic. I'm just, you know, like, great. All right. Yeah. And you can't take critique. Can't take a... I don't know. You know, honestly, it, I feel like it's apparent that Joshua has a lot going on emotionally that he needs to kind of deal with for mm-hmm. himself before he can get past this certain point. 
Yeah. And you sort of, you start to see some of that with, with last week with Isaac Mizrahi when he was talking with him and, yeah. you know, kind of tapped into something. But yeah, I feel yeah, like he needs true. to explore that a lot more. And, <laughs> you know, maybe that can uh, push him to that next level. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, this is really interesting what, what is being brought up in these, you know, these last few episodes with these designers and especially with Joshua, we've sort of seen, a he's, he's a lot has happened, I think on this season <laughs> with Joshua. Yes. So I don't know. He's one of our veterans. Do you think we'll see him again? <laughs> Do you think they'll invite him back uh, for something else? I, <laughs> I think so. I, I could see him coming back for sure. Yeah, I, me too. And I, I didn't think that about anyone else, but I have a feeling that he's he kind of needs more time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I want to see him evolve more uh, when he's right. back. When he's back again. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, that is the end of this episode of you know of our talk on this challenge and Samilia. You're still in the game. Yes. With Anthony. Uh-huh. And um, so is Nalen. Nalen has Fabio. I'm still out, which is fine. Um, <laughs> but we're 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 in it. Next week we we're down to six designers, so it's getting really, really hot in there. Everyone's gonna be mm-hmm. up for critique next week. So that's gonna be extremely interesting. Um, there's nowhere to hide. Nowhere to hide. Oh man. So, um, so yeah, yeah. So before we go, Samelia, do you have any announcements? Yes, I do. I am having an open studio in Memphis, Tennessee. So if you are in the Memphis area, definitely come out to my open studio at the end of this month. It's March 31st from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And it'll be at 575 Suzette Street. And that's 38126. And also you can find me on social media through Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Textile Shop. That's T-E-X-S-T-Y-L-E-S-H-O-P. And also take a look at my website, textileshop.com. Great. And then um, you can find me on all social mediums at Ernez, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E. And on my website as well, ernezdavis.com. And um, uh, also my cyanotype Etsy store um, is still up at How Indigo. And um, we have um, all of those links for everything in our link section. Um, so where you get the cheat sheet and the bracket, bracket battle. And you can um, find links for Samelia's um, for her uh, for her website and then um, for any of her announcements. And then, of course, um, for me as well. Um, we also have up uh, a link to Nalen's exhibition that's still up at the Institute of Contemporary Art and at the African American Museum in Philadelphia. And of course, you can find um, our podcast on the interwebs at facebook.com forward slash the workroom and on Instagram um, at the workroom podcast. So this has been so fun and um again as always thank you guys for for listening and following in um following along with us and as always um especially with this week with our 
our runway and review, please uh, leave us any of your thoughts or feedback or if you've noticed anything, um, anything that we've missed. <laughs> We'd love to <laughs> hear your thoughts on all of these. So um, until next week, we'll say goodbye. Bye. Bye.